I want to turn to this first reading where the Lord is seeing the the people, the Hebrews, turning to a a graven image, right? A, A molten calf that they've made and they're worshiping. And they were sacrificing to it and crying out, this is your God, O Israel, who brought you out of the land of Egypt. And then the Lord says to Moses, I see how stiff-necked this people is. Let me alone then, that my wrath may blaze up against them to consume them. Then I will make of you a great nation. But look at this. The Lord gives Moses an opportunity to make an act of trust, an act of faith in the promise of God. God doesn't change. He turns to the promise of God and he says, it says, but Moses implored the Lord his God saying, why, O Lord, should your wrath blaze up against your own people? This is your people, right? That's what he's saying to the Lord, whom you brought out of the land of Egypt. You did this, Lord. With such great power and with so strong a hand, why should the Egyptians say with evil intent he brought them out? that he might kill them in the mountains and exterminate them from the face of the earth. Let your blazing wrath die down. Relent in punishing your people. He's interceding for them. And he can only intercede with the power that God gives him. He's following the Lord, but he's free. He has to make an act of faith to believe. God gives him the opportunity He makes an act of trust in the promise. See what he says, Moses to the Lord? Moses says, remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, right? And how you swore to them by your own self, saying, I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and all this land that I promised. I will give your descendants as their perpetual heritage. And the Lord saw the faith of Moses and the belief that he had in the promise, the promise that God made. God keeps his promises. God is always faithful. If we have changed and fallen away, then we have to turn back and change again for the good. But God doesn't change. God is eternal. And then it says, so the Lord relented in the punishment he had threatened to inflict on his people, right? The sin was calling down a punishment, a a wrath, so to speak. But what does Jesus say in the diary, right? I want to heal. God is always wanting to heal. God is love. Love binds up wounds so that the person can have life again. They're not made for destruction. They're not made for condemnation. They're made for for the Lord, the Lord who is life. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so a God who gets up on a cross and has nails put into his wrists and his feet and a crown of thorns on his head and is scourged and made fun of and mocked and persecuted and spat upon all in front of his own mother, We can trust that God. We can trust a God who's willing to do that. That is screaming out life for you. Release from your sins. 
hope. He stands in our place. And he sends people to help us. Right? He sent Moses. And he sent John the Baptist. And he says, John was a shining and burning lamp. And for a while you rejoiced in his light. So imagine a world uh, of darkness and all of a sudden you have a burning and shining lamp. People's eyes are going to like look to that. Say, what is that? Wow. It's something amazing, something to marvel at. This is, a, this is beautiful. There's a guidance here in that light. A truth is being spoken. And he's not even God. Now you bring Jesus on the scene. You've got a lamp, and then you can use an analogy, and then you've got the sun in the sky. When Jesus shows up, it's like the sun. A lamp is brilliant in the middle of darkness, yes, because everything's dark, so you can see a lamp very clearly. But you bring out the sun, and now you see everything. John was preparing the way. He was sharing in the light of God, who is the eternal light. He was sharing and participating in that light and pointing people to the Lamb of God, pointing people to where their salvation is, pointing people to the one who takes away sins, who forgives and brings healing. He was pointing to him as a lamp so that people could see where the Lamb of God is and who to turn to for hope and pardon. And then Jesus comes on the scene. So when we come to Mass, when we come before the Lord in the Eucharist in adoration, or wherever we're praying, even reading the Scriptures, we want to come with living faith. We want the, door of, the doors of our heart open wide in confidence and trust, in faith, believing so that we can see the Lord, so that his light can shine within the temple that we are and reside there. Things become much easier when we do that. We can have a hard day and the darkness of our suffering, of the things that have happened throughout the day that have caused us additional suffering, whatever it is, maybe we didn't sleep well, whatever it is, it can, it can grab our attention and it can distract us if we're not careful. And there can be a darkness there. And if we're not careful, what starts off is like a little snowflake becomes an avalanche. And then by lunchtime, we don't realize why we're so grumpy and unhappy and rude. And now we're even hard on ourselves and the little things that we, we fall into. Now we're not so merciful even to ourselves because we have closed the door a bit to the light of God. And we've opened it up to a darkness. And the evil one is very, very drawn to that. So we have to really be on our guard at all times, asking our guardian angel to help us, to have faith, asking Our Lady to help us, to have trust, asking all of the saints and the angels, just in a general intercession to them, to intercede for us. They're holy so that we can keep the door of our heart open in faith 
to the Lord, to the truth, because the truth sets us free. And so today we ask Our Lady to wrap us in her mantle, to share with us her spirit of prayer, her, her faith with us as a mother, to implore the mercy of God upon us, the rays coming out of the merciful heart of Jesus Christ, the light of those rays to penetrate our minds and our hearts so that we can walk alive in confidence, in deep faith, and in peace. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.